we just wanted to let all of you know before this starts that this is a special podcast. Mrs. Tango and I recorded our part of this episode before we got the clips from all the other podcasters that you'll be hearing who contributed to this one. After listening to them as we edited this, we just want to let all of you know that they're the real stars of this episode. So, as a preface to this show, a very special thanks to Swinging Down Under, We Got a Thing, Sex Uninterrupted, Swinger Diaries, Torrid Souls, Sapphic Swingers, and Average Swingers. We love you guys. Tonight, we're going to do something a little different. We had an email from a listener couple who we will call Bogey and Bacall. That's their suggestion. Mrs. Tango, why don't you read their email? You betcha. Hello, Tangos. Thank you so much for all of your feedback in email, and of course, all you do with your podcast. After listening to you two for for a couple of years and the podcast you recommend on your show and the emails we've exchanged with you, we've decided to take the plunge. We are going to enter the lifestyle. It's both exciting and really scary to know that we're moving from taking from talking about this and listening to all these sexy stories to actually crossing the line and being part of the lifestyle ourselves. So, we want to ask one more favor. We hear the advice you give in general for people thinking about whether the lifestyle is right or wrong for them, like make sure your relationship is secure, that this isn't a way to fix a bad marriage, talk about jealousy, ask each other why you really want to do this, and be honest. And of course, what you and all podcasters say, communicate, communicate, communicate. We got it. But now we've made the decision. And what we want to ask from you is, how the heck do we do this? (laughs) Do we run out and shout, we're in the lifestyle. Who wants to be our first? Me, me, me. Is the way to jump in to put up a profile and start trying to meet a couple on a dating website? Should we start by jumping into something huge like Naughty in New Orleans? Is a house party the way to have our first experience? Or maybe a club? As we discussed, we're lucky enough to be able to spend a little money and we're in a suburb of a fairly large city. So we have some options. But we have no idea how to start. And we really like to avoid starting with something that's a disaster and turns of turns us off of this very fun beginning. So could you please help with some specific advice? Thanks. And then one thing I just want to add before we go on is Mrs. Tango and I have been packing all day in between work and everything else. And so we decided we're going to climb into bed and record this and we're hand holding the microphones So we may have a little extra microphone noise and stuff like that that we try not to have. So just deal with it. (laughs) Deal with it. That's right. (laughs) Appreciate that we're taking you in the bedroom with us here, but we'll (laughs) we'll try to minimize the the mic noise and try to make it listenable. So this evening's episode is going to be our specific advice for this couple on our thoughts on how do you enter the lifestyle. Very specific to that. What we suggest you do and don't do. You've already made up your mind you're going to do it. So we're going to, you're asking, how do we do it? 
As a bonus, we've asked several podcasters that we noticed in the short clips with their advice for this couple, and we'll intersperse those throughout the episode. It's December 20th, 2018. Ho, ho, ho. And you're listening to Two or More to Tango. Disclaimer time. Doop, doop, doop. <laughs> and I'm going to read this so I get this all legally <laughs> mumbo jumboed up. Yep. While our suggestions and advice are aimed at our listeners who ask for this guidance, we hope this will help other listeners who might be in a similar position. And let us make something very clear. We are not psychological. Merit, we're not psychological. <laughs> oh, no, no. It makes sense if you actually read it. I know. I know. <laughs> Go ahead. You want me to start again? No, just keep going. Just to make the point that we're not pros. <laughs> just keep going. We are not psychological, marriage, or sexuality experts of any kind. We have no formal training. All we can tell you is our opinions based on our expect experiences and observations from our four-ish years in the lifestyle. At the end of the day, everyone has to make their own choices based on their individual situations. We can't guarantee what works for us will work for you. And whenever you're dealing with people, and that's what the lifestyle is all about, there will be variability because people are variable. This is entertainment advice that's right and hopefully that will make all the lawyers that are hovering thinking they're you're going to come get us and hopefully they'll tune out now with with their permission just so you know who uh we're tailoring tailoring this advice for although we're gonna i think that the advice we give should be applicable for anybody that's already made their decision to jump into the lifestyle and want to know how do I have that very first experience and it not be a bad thing. So we will describe the couple again with their permission who made this request. Bogey and Bacall, again, the nicknames they like are in their forties. They're in decent shape. They're upper middle class and in income and they've been married for 23 years. They're newbies in the marriage thing. <laughs> Compared to us, they are, but they've been married long enough. They know each other. Yes. Their past, oh, and uh, also they have only been married to each other. Their past experience in sexual adventuring has been basically some exhibitionist kind of play, like sex on a hotel balcony or under the table play with each other at a restaurant. Kind hey, of, that's us. That sounds like exactly the path we took. And listening to a lot of podcasts, the only people they've talked to about this, they don't have friends that are in the lifestyle other than people like us. So the only people they've talked to about this has been people like us in email. So their real question is, how do we have our first lifestyle adventure? How do we find somebody and have our first playtime? 
There are a lot of options. We're going to talk about each of them and the pros and cons, and we'll give you our opinion of what not to do starting out. Again, our opinion, and we'd love to get email from listeners with other points of view. Page and Penn here from Swinger Diaries Podcast. We appreciate you reaching out to us to give a little bit of advice to people who are brand new in the lifestyle and looking for... A step-by-step guide yeah, on how sure. to get into the action. So when the question was posed to us, what's our best piece of advice, there's kind of two ways to approach it. There's the overall general advice that we would give people. And then there's also kind of like maybe the request for a specific tip of advice. So let's give both. Let's start with the first one, which is what's the best overall piece of advice that you would give to somebody who was new and wanting to get into lifestyle? Be honest and communicate with your partner all the time. And take baby steps. Yeah. Enter slowly. The lifestyle isn't going anywhere. There's always another party, another event, another hotel takeover, another trip to desire. Take your time. Make sure this is really something that you want to do. Don't rush into anything. It's better to acclimate slowly. You'll enjoy the experience and the adventure more, and you'll have less drama. But the second part I thought was more valuable. What's a practical tip? Something that you can suggest to people to say, this is what you should do that will help you. The one thing that you do in a lifestyle situation that you don't do in the vanilla world, you can do it openly and everybody wants it, is Give a lot of compliments. Don't be afraid to compliment people. Everybody loves to know that they look good, smell good, are beautiful, are handsome, are sexy. Yeah. In the vanilla world, if you give somebody an open compliment, they get immediately defensive and they're a little freaked out. But in the lifestyle world, not only can you give compliments, but that is the best way to make friends and be conversation starters. So go out of your way to give compliments openly to people. And... You never want to forget that the person you want to compliment the absolute most through the entire experience is your partner. Make sure that your wife knows that she is the most beautiful, she is the most desirable, that everything she does turns you on, and the whole experience is exciting for you. Compliment your spouse. Look at me. I kept it to under three minutes. I'm so proud of you. Good job. Our overall guiding principle here is going to be take your time. Uh, we want you to get into a lifestyle environment to get a feel for the people and the atmosphere in as low a stress way as possible. We're going to recommend ways to do this that as much as possible, keep you from feeling like you've committed to play with another couple before you're hundred percent sure, at least as much as you can be. And that, try to get you in a situation where you can be really sure somebody's a good fit for you before you play with them. And that's always a trick. And we're also going to try to help you avoid awkward situations as you get started, because particularly as a newbie who's never played with anybody, there's a lot of ways to get into awkward situations. First thing you should do is to get set up on social media. Uh, we would recommend that you would get a, Twitter Twitter account. Is that what it's called? Yep. 
uh, set up for just your lifestyle part of your life. Make sure that you don't use your real pictures. Uh, you don't want people to have access to those right off. And there are people out there that will go on the dating sites and and, and troll and, you. And we're talking about Twitter here that will troll just looking for people that they can out. We'd also suggest you start by following us at Two or More to Tango. Sorry. <laughs> and then find the people that we we have conversations with with uh we talk like the other podcasters that are going to be on here uh that are submitted their clips and then some people that aren't podcasters that are just fun there are a lot of fun people out there i'm looking at you mrs ready to jam (laughs) these people are all friends of ours some of them we may only know on the Twitter world. The Twitterverse? The tw- is that a word? Is it, it's not Twitter it, world. It probably is the Twitterverse. It doesn't matter. Some of them we do know in real life. These people that we'll talk, that you'll hear from later in this episode, aren't the only podcasters we listen to. You'll quickly get a feel for the how the people on Twitter communicate, and you'll figure out who you want to follow and who aren't your cup of tea. There are, you do get a bunch of people that you wonder when they make their Twitter name and it's, look at my huge cock. Who do you really think is going to be impressed by that as your Twitter name? I'm sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Don't worry about it if you get those. Also find out which swinger dating websites are popular in your area. Some of the big ones out there are national, but that doesn't mean that there's going to be a lot of people in your area on them. For example, Swing Lifestyle is one that is pretty popular where we are, but nobody around here uses Cassidy, even though Cassidy is huge nationwide. Uh, there's also likely to be some regional sites that are very active in your area. Use that Twitter account that Mrs. Tango told you to set up and just ask people. Uh, since... Y- Bogey and Bacall are in a large metropolitan area. They're in a suburb of that. They can say, hey, we're in the Minneapolis area or the Chicago area or wherever they happen to be without really giving themselves away. And and just ask on Twitter, what are the the popular swinger dating sites that people recommend? And what are the ones that you don't recommend? If you live in a really tiny town, you may not want to say, hey, I'm from... Punxsutawney, little... Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Groundhog, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a bigger city that's around you, so just ask what boards are popular for that city and area. Once you pick out a site or two, you got to create a profile. There's a lot of great podcasts and internet sites and blogs on how to make a great lifestyle profile so just google how to make a great lifestyle profile or how to make a great uh, swinger dating site profile and and follow that advice we won't go into a lot of detail here except to say make sure you say a lot about the two of you we've we've seen profiles where people reach out to us and say hey you guys look cool you want to meet and there's like four sentences about themselves and not only does that not tell anybody about you 
But I think in some ways it does tell about you because you're trying to get people interested in you and you can't even take the time to describe who you are. That's probably not the kind of people that you want to be interested in. So make your profile, follow the the guidance that you'll see. Make sure that you have recent photos. Mrs. Tango and I would love to put photos of when we were first dating out there, although our clothes would be kind of out of date. Not that we're wearing like, you know, what they were in the 1800s. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, Bustles and top hats. Yeah, but that's that's kind of a people get really flustered if I mean the whole point is you're going to meet somebody in person, so it's no good to put a a picture of yourself up there that's 30 years old. All you're going to do is disappoint somebody. Always try to exceed expectations when you meet them, and and also make sure that you put pictures of the guy up there and talk about the guy. It's amazing how many profiles are up there and there's nothing but pictures of the woman. It doesn't need to be his cock. It just needs to be something that, that shows him. You're not going to put face pictures up there to begin with. Our recommendation is you don't put face pictures. If you don't want to be outed, don't put any face pictures up there at all. And then once you meet a couple and you start chatting back and forth and online, you get comfortable with them. You can show, you can share face pictures then once you're a hundred percent comfortable. And at this point, we'd recommend that you first use the website to find local meet and greet events, parties, just ways to get out there and get to know people. And we'll talk more about uh, the different uses for online swinger websites. So if you look at all the options for getting started, there are swinger clubs, meeting couples online, house parties, meet and greets, and local parties, resorts like Desire, and events like Naughty in New Orleans. Let's go through all of these, and we'll suggest which ones we think are good to start with, and which ones we think you should stay far, far away from. Mrs. Tango and I both agree that one of the absolute best ways to jump into the lifestyle is to find one of the many group trips out there. And again, this is why we said get on Twitter, get on social media. That's how you find these things. But if you get on Twitter and you follow us and you follow a lot of the podcasters that interact back and forth with us, if you follow the podcasters that are going to have their clips here in the show, a number of them every year, will host one or two or three trips to Desire or to a cruise. We think that's one of the absolute best ways to get into the lifestyle and have your very first play experience. Why? Uh, Why, you ask? Did you ask why? I did. (laughs) Well, if you're going to sign up to go on, say, a trip to Desire with a couple like uh, Swinger Diaries or We Got a Thing or Jay and Angie of Average Swingers or Swinging Down Under or a lot of the other ones, don't want to leave anybody out, they will set up a group chat and something like Kick. And if you're not familiar with Kick, it's just a, a social chatting app. And there's a lot of different ones like that. But the bottom line is they'll set up a group chat. They'll invite everybody that is going to participate in that chat. So what will happen is you'll get to know all the other couples in the group chats that are going to go on in all the months before the trip. These are going to be fun. They're going to be lively. They're going to be sexy. Everybody's going to be excited about meeting 
some of the people will know each other and have gone on trips before. Some will be like you that have never been on a trip to a place like Desire or Cruise. Uh, There might even be other newbies like you. So you'll get to know all the other couples. We advise that you let everybody know, hey guys, this is our very first lifestyle adventure of any kind. We guarantee that if you tell people that, they're going to take you under their wing. They're going to make it their goal to make your first lifestyle experience a great, memorable one. They'll probably treat you like a VIP. These groups tend to be pretty diverse. You're probably going to find some couples that you really hit it off with just during the chats. It'll be a fun way. It'll be an exciting way for the two of you. You can ask all those newbie questions about the trip. Nobody's going to... Uh, abuse you for asking dumb questions. We've all been newbies at one time, and by the time you actually arrive at Desire, you're going to be exchanging hugs with people. You're going to feel like, I know these people, as opposed to getting there and kind of sitting in a corner and looking at everybody else and going, okay, how do we introduce ourselves? Mr. Tango and I may be two of the only people on the planet that haven't been to Desire true it's not like it's not on the list but from our research and lots of descriptions from the people that we know that have been it's an amazing sensual relaxed atmosphere you're on a beautiful sandy beach with what other kind of beaches are there people talk about sandy beaches well there's rocky beaches there's sons of beaches (laughs) (laughs) go ahead sorry you were making a point we haven't been to Desire, but we hear it's wonderful. But there, are, they have lovely beds out by the by the ocean, and oh. why and, have we not been? And <laughs> and pools, and you're there with a group of people that are there just to have a good time. You'll certainly have the opportunity to to play if you want, but there's zero pressure to play with anyone. And no matter what. You're going to have a really hot, sexual, sensual time. We just can't really think of a better way to introduce yourself to the lifestyle than meeting up with a group of, of lifestyle people, chatting with them, getting to know them, getting away from the world, going to a, des- a resort like Desire or a cruise ship, knowing all these people, and you've got instant friends when you get there. And again, if you click with a couple, you can play, but there's no pressure to, and you're going to have a really sexy time, and you're going to say, boy, this lifestyle doesn't suck. <laughs> it does require that you've got the money to afford the trip, and there are people that don't. It's it's not cheap, even though it's all exclusive, so all your food's taken no, care of. No, not exclusive, inclusive. It's all inclusive. That's right. It's not exclusive. Uh, which means all your drinks are covered, your food is covered, you just need to get there. But it's still relatively expensive. Uh, Bogey and McCall have indicated they can't afford something like this, so that would be our number one recommendation for you to get online, get to know people like the podcasters who you're going to hear their clips here, and get hooked into one of these trips with them. That would be our number one suggestion. Not everybody can do that. Take the night off All I'd like for Christmas is here 
Hi, this is Tiffany. And Rachel. And we're the hostesses of the Sapphic Swinger podcast. We discuss our experiences in the lifestyle, as we have a slightly different perspective on swinging, being married lesbians who only play with the ladies. If we had to offer some esteemed words of wisdom to somebody looking to dip their toes... Uh, And other body parts. (laughs) ...into the lifestyle... Honey, what would you say would be uh, would be a good piece of advice outside of the typical communication and rules discussion? Yeah, and if you're listening to podcasts, I'm sure you've heard them reiterate tons of times. You know, you have to have your rules, you have to talk. So we're going to skip all that stuff and just talk from our perspective about what advice we would have liked to hear when we first started. So keep in mind that no matter what we or anyone else says, uh, your experiences are going to vary. You're not going to find the exact same situation as everybody else. And you can listen to all the anecdotes uh, on podcasts or blogs, uh, but you're never going to really know until you're in that moment and you feel it firsthand how you might re- you know, react or respond. You might have talked about it for 10 years and said, okay, let's finally go in lifestyle. And then you might get jealous even though you think you were ready for it. So don't rush into anything. And definitely don't do anything that's going to violate your rules or make your partner uncomfortable. You want to always be checking in with each other while during the play, during you know your night out. If you're on a date, you want to make sure that they're okay and they're comfortable. So always be checking in, especially in the beginning, but that should also never change. You agree? I think that's excellent advice. <laughs> and in our opinion, the Swingers Club is kind of the easiest, most natural place to check out for newbies. Um, as there are many couples on a given night, and you probably won't be the only newbies. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about the swing club is it creates an easy escape in case it's not <laughs> for you or in case you encounter a situation that... Uh, <laughs> hey, so, sometimes you got to pull the uh, fire alarm. <laughs> <laughs> that you don't want to be in. The first time we went to the club was just to watch the live sex show and have fun together. Our, our plan was not to play at all. Mm-hmm. But, of course, in the back of your mind, you're fearful that you may be groped or backed into the sex room. <laughs> the dreaded like, sex room. Like you picked up like a group of ten people and just carried into the back room. <laughs> <laughs> um, instead, we found swingers to be super friendly, flirty, and very, very respectful. And our, our fears quickly fell by the wayside, as well as some clothing. Yes. <laughs> Not that first night, but uh, very soon thereafter. Actually, that first night, I think our, our bras got taken off. Yeah, I still remember who did that. <laughs> it was all consensual, don't worry. And uh, another piece of advice we'd offer is that when you move into playing with someone for the first time, be communicative with them and check in a lot. And that's something we've been doing better at. Make sure they know how, you know, you know how they like to play. So one of our friends... I forget every time and I feel terrible. We play with her a lot. She doesn't like any kind of pain. And for some reason, I know this, and then I get in the moment, and I might, you know, spank her a little bit. She's like, ah, you know, you know better. So especially the first time, and then, again, even with recurrent play, make sure you remind yourselves of uh, how they like to be touched or what they, what they do and do not like. Um, and you don't have to stop and, like, have them draw you a diagram of where, you know, they want to be touched or sucked or whatever. But um, it lets them know that you're interested in making the best and the most out of that play session. Absolutely. We've found some of our best experiences have been when, when the girl that we're playing with, we check in with her and she, she does the same thing mm-hmm. when she's, when she's touching us. Yeah. The reciprocation's there and you know, everyone has a good time, hopefully. <laughs> so it's certainly possible that you may run into somebody, you know, from the vanilla world. <laughs> Don't worry, play it cool. They're in the same room as you. <laughs> um, although I know from personal experience that is way easier said than done 
because we were at the club and I became a deer in headlights and immediately grabbed Tiff and escaped to the bathroom yeah. when I when I saw somebody I knew from work. Yeah, we had a, a little bit of a discussion. I'm like, honey, what, you know, what's the big deal? But it had not happened to me, so I could I wasn't in your shoes. Um, it happened later on, of course, for both of us again. So yeah, you got to play cool. They're there. They find you on the website. Guess what? <laughs> they know about lifestyle. It's hard to stumble into lifestyle, right? You know? So you got to be pretty much actively searching for it. So it's cool. Hey, you got something in common. I know when we first started Lifestyle, I expected it to be just this big group of friends that would meet immediately, and we'd be doing, like, you know, dinner parties and house parties and stuff like that. And, you know, I expected that after, like, a month. I'm like, okay, we'll be going to the club. We should have, like, this tight-knit group of friends. And although we had, like, our five-minute friends at the club, so people you'd talk to and you'd hug and maybe you played with them or not, you, they were still, you know, you were tight because you had this bond of being Lifestyle. And, you know, that was silly for me to expect that so fast. And... That in general is good to know that expectations need to be realistic. And you can't just expect to go to the club the first time and have the best experience of your life or even swap or do any kind or kiss anyone. You know, you go there to enjoy the moment, enjoy your partner, uh, open up sexually or expand your horizons. Or maybe, you know, if one of you is, is bi-curious, uh, there's so much more to than just, you know, full swap. If that's your ultimate goal, then you're probably going to be let down a lot unless you don't care who you have sex with. But there's a lot more lifestyle than just, you know, having sex. We've made probably the best friends we, we've had in our lives. Um, so as we just started chatting with people and getting to know them, our friendships developed. And now we have such a great group of friends. Like we've talked about our podcast. We go to France. We go to Italy with them. We go to New York. We're doing New Year's cruises. A, cruises. We're doing New Year's Eve in a, in a few uh, in a week with some of our closest friends, and it's just it's magical. Uh, so don't be in a rush to you know accomplish anything. Just just be happy in the moment and enjoy it. Well, and, and to dovetail on what you said, I, I would say don't have expectations because if you have expectations about how play will look mm-hmm. or having a wild orgy or, or, mm-hmm. or crazy, crazy experiences. And it, and if it doesn't happen and if it doesn't happen the way your right. fantasies expect or the way you've mm-hmm. discussed it, then you might be disappointed. Sure. And also in that, in that same vein, you know, don't expect everyone to be supermodels. I mean, so it's, it's everyday people who just like to explore and be open to sexuality. So you're going to see every body type and gender fluidity and hopefully not judgment because that's, that's uh, not the way you want to be, especially in lifestyle. And finally, the most important piece of advice is to be yourself, look out for each other, and have fun. Yeah. The Swinging Lifestyle is awesome, and it's just the start of a wild, sexy adventure for you guys to, to embark upon together. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely brought us together. We've been doing it for about five years, I think. Yeah, it's, it's really brought us together, and you hear that a lot with couples. And make sure you're ready for it, because you don't, it's not a fix for marriage. If, if you're thinking about cheating or if your marriage isn't going well, then do not start swinging because you have to be in really stable ground. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nobody wants drama. And you can spot it. Swingers are good at spotting it. You need a solid (laughs) foundation um, with a lot of communication and and respect. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Respect is huge for you and your partner and for everyone else in lifestyle. So uh, we hope this helped even a tiny, tiny bit. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you on the dance floor. So our next suggestion would be to find a good life scat. Life easy for you to say. And I'm not even drinking tonight. Ah, don't tell people that. (laughs) Yeah, if we were drinking right now, we'd be passed out. We're so tired. A a lifestyle club, you were saying? A lifestyle club, I was saying. A good one. A good one. Um, It's really important to um, do your homework and check things out before you go 
this is where having the the account on Twitter will help you because you'll be able to mm-hmm. to say hey we're in this area is a is a good club to go to yeah ask people on Twitter which clubs they recommend in your area and do that on your swinger dating site that you're that you're on uh, a lot of the swinger dating sites also have forums where you can go say what clubs would you recommend also just as important is which clubs would you not recommend so mrs tango we did that why do you recommend a club as the first experience well i'll tell you why don't you do that (laughs) (laughs) first of all there's no pressure you're not committed to anybody when you go there though you can connect with people like the other places i know that we've done that but i don't know how yeah you go back to the the swinger um websites and sometimes you'll find a club and they will have a place on a website like uh, SLS or the one that we're on and they will have their own profile there and then they will have a place that says who's coming to the leather and lace night Saturday night and couples will put their names up there and you can look at the profiles and you can see who are the people that are going to be there? It's not typically a big social chat and group. It's just a way to know who the people are. If you want one way, one thing you can do is then you can send a message to somebody and say, Hey, we see you're going to be there. We're going to be there too. We recommend you don't make any kind of commitments other than, Hey, if, if you see us, let's say, Hey, and let's have a drink. Cause the whole point is it's your very first time. You don't want to get locked into somebody. You don't want to get committed to somebody cause you don't know if you're really going to click. Most good clubs will give you a tour. If it's, if it's your yep. first time, they may even um, talk to you on the phone before you go to sort of vet you before you show up oh yeah and and they our first club was couples choice in chicago that was our very first time we played with a couple and we talked to the owner and they actually required that you talk to him for a first time he just wanted to check us out and make sure that we would be a good fit and i think you're right that you used the right word he wanted to vet us if you have a club that wants to do that that's actually a good sign also, a lot of hosts will have a, a lot of host. A lot, a lot of hosts. A lot, of, a lot of clubs will have a host that will show you around, show you where everything is. So it, it'll be a sexy environment. There won't be any pressure to do anything or to play with anybody. You're just going to go into this place where there's going to be a lot of swingers there of all different experiences and. You're going to get to know a lot of people. We recommend that you go say hello to people. Don't be that couple back in the corner. Uh, Bogey and Bacall, if if this is what you choose to do, go in, introduce yourself to people. This is just true of anything, whether it's resort, cruise, desire. Just be yourselves, smile, laugh, enjoy each other, chat with everybody else. Not with the intent of, okay, we're going to hit on this couple. But just chat with people and see what happens. You can go up to the playrooms and just check them out. And you'll get your very first experience of live porn. If 
you know, you two have never done this before. The thought of walking into a room where there's people having sex all over the place <laughs> is kind of weird thinking. But when we did it, it wasn't weird. Yeah, it was weird. Which was weird. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was weird that it wasn't weird. We walk into a room. We've never seen this before. And we go into a group room and there's people all over the beds having sex. And it was hot. But I think it's like a lot of things. Every Nobody was going, oh, my God. Everybody was just kind of taking it for granted. And that's the environment. So the thing about a club is you're going to be scared to death before you go in. But like anything else you try for the first time, the unknown is scary. Yeah, for us, the anticipation of things have always been a lot more scary than once we actually did them. We built things up too big. Well, we circled that club 20 times probably before we went in. Yep. And then the moment we went in, we were relaxed and it was fun. And it just felt very comfortable. So again, the great thing about a club is the first time there's no pressure. You haven't committed to anybody. You're going to go into a room full of swingers. You're going to get a feel for all the different kinds of people that are in the lifestyle. If you're in a club, we, you know, hopefully since you live in a metropolitan area, you can go to a club that has a lot of people and not like, you know, six couples. You, you want to, you want to pick one. You, you want to go on a Saturday night or when they have a theme night, when there's going to be a lot of people, if you meet a couple and you connect, and you go play in the playrooms, great. If you just don't connect with anybody that first night and you just go upstairs and play with each other in a private room or a room with a couple of beds or in a group room, it will be fun, hot sex, and you'll be really happy that you went. And here's the cool thing about it. If you get in to the club and you just don't feel comfortable you're not stuck there yeah you're you're not stuck you can just walk out if you feel like it but we bet you won't <laughs> i agree you probably aren't going to walk out i know that there's no store that's selling what i have lately found compelling so santa take the night off all i'd like for christmas hi everyone i'm tara I'm James. And we are from sexuninterrupted.com. The tip we wanted to share with you guys was to get offline and to go out to the events, the clubs, the meet and greets, the parties that so many people in this lifestyle host. Yes. Get out from behind the screen and go meet people because you would assume that maybe this lifestyle is all about sex. But when you get to these places, it can be so much more. And there's so many opportunities to make connections and really find people that you're aligned with. Yeah, and that almost like gets you to be able to find your tribe. And I think that getting out from behind the screen, because the screen can be so a little bit superficial in a sense. Yeah. And I think that getting out there and developing the deeper connections that we, we try to like talk about all the time is like developing more of like a friendship where the sex is kind of the cherry on the top and it kind of makes the sex a little bit better. So I think getting out there and meeting people and realizing that it's not all about sex and it's about a community, I think it's great. I know when we first started out in the lifestyle, we weren't really aware of how important it was to get out with the community and meet other people. 
And once we started to make that conscious choice, we definitely started to find our tribe and find the people that we really had amazing sex with. Yeah, and the sex, like I said, is the cherry on the top. And sex can be... We we like to say go and find people that you want to have sex with that align with you that give you that maybe that little something that you didn't know that you wanted in a yeah, sense absolutely. something sexy and I think that that's uh, our tip of the day so I want to say thank you to the two and more tango for uh, having uh, us having us on the show for our little <laughs> little tip and uh, we think this was a great idea and. Again, um, there's so many amazing podcasters out there and resources to answer questions. So don't be scared to reach out to any of us anytime. Yes. And until then. Keep it sexy. Those are two very specific approaches we'd recommend for trying your first, to find your first connection and jumping into a lifestyle environment in a no pressure, non-awkward way with plenty of easy exits oh, I don't I don't think you're going to need that but but a way that you're not committed to anything in a way that's not awkward and not uncomfortable a way that uh, can be very relaxed and yet fun and sexy there are some ways that we don't recommend we do not recommend that you start at a house party they sound great in theory and absolutely you should go find a couple to go to later on but after you've had your get your swinger legs under you is that legs the right thing that you want under you <laughs> there'll be something under you it may not be your swinger legs but the swinger body parts but is that like sea legs <laughs> right? sex, sex legs your sex legs Ooh, i like that a new term once you've got your sex legs but there are some potential problems and they are. We have run into this. Uh, and again, I, I think they're, once you get your sex legs, like Mrs. Tango said, you know, absolutely go find some house parties, do your homework. But uh, we really suggest that you do not try to find your first playtime at a house party. One, you just don't know how, because the, the whole point is we're trying to make keep you out of an awkward situation or an uncomfortable situation when you're first starting out you never know how many people are going to show up at a house party if you recall mrs tango we had plans to go to a house party that was set up by a couple that we had met and liked we hadn't played with them yet and and they have a sex swing they do and they in, they invited us to come to their house party they had sent us links to profiles on the website of the other people that had accepted the invitation yeah and i there were probably going to be about 10 couples signed up to be at the party but a day or two before the party was going to happen we find out only one other couple plus us and the host were going to be there everybody else canceled and i think it was kind of the last minute right it was Fortunately, the host told us that put us in a really awkward situation for for a couple of reasons. <laughs> yeah, if we if we were to show up and then the only and the other two couples that were there, they already knew each other, and they might have 
had good time together before and just want to play with each other, and that leaves us in the awkward yeah. third wheel position. But I mean, seriously, if we'd have showed up, there's two other couples and us. That's just going to be awkward because whichever two couples decide to play, the other one's going to feel like, okay, just find me the potato chips and we'll kind of stand over here and drink soda and eat chips and and try to get out of the way. Um, on the other hand, let's say that one of the couples decide they want to play with us. Then the other couple is in that position. And it's still awkward and uncomfortable. Or let's say mm-hmm. that the couple we had not met before decides they want to play with us. But we don't find them attractive. Yeah. There's um, nowhere to hide, right? Nowhere. There's only three couples. So there's no, and unlike a club uh, where you just say, you know what? I don't like, you know, these drunk people over in the corner or we've got some people that are hitting on us and we don't really want anything to do with them and you can just kind of excuse yourself and leave if you're at a house party with two or three couples it's kind of awkward to just walk out and leave now we are in another uncomfortable situation how do we cancel yeah because the couple that had invited us and they had really just gotten to know us and invited us to the party well they've already had eight other couples cancel and they're feeling bad because this house party they have planned for and bought food for and, and lubed up their sex swing for. (laughs) In fact, I thought we had actually talked about bringing our city into it. Oh yeah. We we were, we were going to have a good old time, but the, the other couple canceled first. So the host couple just said the heck with it. Yeah. And, but had they not, would have felt really bad about being one more couple to cancel. So I think that house parties can be great if you know the host couple well and you know the other people that they're inviting. We just don't recommend them for newbies. It's just too easy to be in a, have we said the word awkward enough? To be in an awkward or uncomfortable situation as your very first time trying to connect with a couple and you're still figuring out how to maneuver the whole thing as it is we just don't recommend a house party as a way to start to uh recap to here we highly recommend a resort or a cruise with a group that you get to know before the event we highly recommend a good club we think both of those are great no pressure ways to have your first lifestyle experience and make your first play connections we strongly suggest, and if you disagree with us, send us emails and we'll let your voice be heard. But for us, we strongly suggest you don't make a house party your first lifestyle experience. Your elves can make, and I don't want to sound defeatist, but even the best chef can just know would be the sweetest hello mr and mrs tango this is mr jones and this is mrs jones of the we got a thing podcast and we are honored that you asked us to pass along some specific advice for people who after so much research and listening to podcasts and talking and communicating want to actually dip their toes in the 
or maybe even jump into the lifestyle pool. I think they're going to jump in. Yeah. <laughs> so our piece of advice is, um, it's kind of a, a pretty broad piece of advice, but as you start meeting people in the swinging lifestyle, whether you're doing it through dating websites or whether you're meeting people at a meet and greet or on some sort of a lifestyle vacation at a resort or an event, just be open-minded. What do you, I think what you're trying to say is, or the way I would say this is get rid of those filters. Yeah. Don't judge a book by its cover. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, but also remember when we started, we thought we're not going to date anyone local or we're not going to date anyone of a certain age or, you know, we're only going to do this. We're only going to look for people who do that. And it narrows down the field so much that you waste a lot of time trying to find that perfect couple when you realize all along that you probably let a lot of them slip through your fingers. That's right. And you know, there have been couples where maybe at first glance, there hasn't been like a huge attraction for me. Um, but then if we, if we take the time and just chat with them for a few minutes, also all of a sudden someone that might've been, you know, on a scale to 10, maybe like, you know, a four or five in my book, um, after, I chat with them for a few minutes. If they have a great personality, all of a sudden they're like an eight or a nine. Yeah. You know, um, I, I've learned that, um, appearance is only a small piece of what I find attractive in somebody. And another good example of how we almost screwed up is that this just past weekend, we spent time with a couple who not too long ago would have been outside of our age range. Yes. And, and now we had such a good time, such a good weekend. We had so much in common. And to think that, you know, because of this preconceived idea that I had about somebody being a certain age before I would have an interest in them. And I, we've learned that that's just not the case. Right. There are young people out there that are extremely, extremely mature and have their act together. And then there's some not so young people out there that can like be just a hot mess. Yeah. So age really doesn't have anything to do with like maturity level or, yeah. or, um, like that solid relationship that we like to yeah. look for. And you know what? Just get out there. I mean, That's it's, right. you know, what's frustrating is when somebody says, I live in the middle of the country. There's not a lot of people around here and I want to get into the lifestyle. I don't want to travel. We don't have a lot of money to travel, but I don't want to date anybody locally. I'm like, why are you even doing that? <laughs> so many people yeah. are afraid to go out locally because they're afraid they're going to get outed. And that's the biggest misconception. And I think most people eventually end up being very comfortable with that. So don't be afraid to start locally. That's right. Maybe not too locally, but yeah. yeah. Explore your options. And again, don't judge a book by its cover. Yes. And we have to say that you guys are listening to a great podcast um, to give you the advice um, that you need to get going. We wish you the best. But before um, we let you go, there is one more piece of advice that I have that's going to guarantee you success in the lifestyle. What's that, Mr. Jones? Whatever Jay from Average Swinger says, just do the opposite. <laughs> we love you, Jay. <laughs> have fun, you guys, and good All luck. All right. Thanks, Tangos. There are a couple more options that we think fit kind of in the middle. If you put up a profile on a dating website, you'll be new, fresh meat for the members, and you'll lot you'll likely get a lot of we love your profile, and we'd really love to connect notes. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I don't know. It was just it was just some silly little voice in my head. Okay. <laughs> and and you can make some great connections with couples that you meet online. We have done that ourselves. It may not be the very best way to introduce yourself to the lifestyle just to start with. Mrs. Tango, why would that be? Because not everybody is who they say they are online. One thing that that you find is when you chat online with people, it's really common that the male part of the couple chats with the male part of the couple. I mean, uh, we did that with... uh, A couple of different people. Yeah, Nick and Nora. It was him and me that did most of the talking to begin with, and we described our wives to each other. Eventually, you guys texted each other. But And when that happens, you're never quite sure what the lady will be like, uh, whether she's being dragged into it or what. She also may not exist. <laughs> yeah, we, we had one that approached us. And in fact, I think Nick and Nora ran into these people, too. And he he sounded like a decent guy, and and but they didn't really have any pictures, and that's always a little bit of a red flag. So he, he had his picture, and we asked for a picture of her, and swear to God, it was no him doubt, in a wig. It was him in a wig and makeup, and it wasn't even a good wig, and he was a big burly guy uh, it w- it it just made us laugh out loud now the good thing about that we weren't fooled <laughs> and and we've heard of of men who get on these websites and they put pictures of somebody else's their wife and they'll show up for your first date with them and they'll say oh my wife is sick uh, she couldn't make it and then he tries to talk his way into playing with with you anyway. I think, though, more common in terms of a potential issue is just some people are good online chatting. And then you meet them. You can tell from the very first minute that, you know, this isn't who we thought we were meeting up with. I think one of the hard things about using a couple you meet online for your very first time, you just don't have any experience. You don't really know what's expected. It would be easy for them to pressure you and try to make you feel like, even if you said we don't play on a first date, which we recommend if you're meeting people online for the first time, but it would be easy for them to pressure you and, and, you really don't know what the proper protocol is. You've listened to the podcast, but you've never done it in person, so you don't really know. I, again, you can meet some great people online. I just don't think that's the best way if you have the options of of the group trip to somewhere or going to a club. I think that's a lot better. And then once you've met a bunch of lifestyle people, then when you chat with people and meet somebody for the first time after you've met them online, you got a lot better perspective of, of that couple and what you're so looking for. Please, no spas with scented candles. I think this is something I'm Tori. And I'm sold. We're a same sex female couple and we're both bisexual. Our podcast is called Towards Souls. 
Here's what we think could be helpful to people who are new to the lifestyle. They say that the longest journey that you'll ever travel is that 12 inches from your head to your heart. When you're going into the lifestyle, you think it's something that's going to be so huge, like walking across the Grand Canyon, when all you really have to do is... I think you would jump across the Grand Canyon. Well, walk down the sides and... <laughs> up the other side. Down, across the middle and up <laughs> the other side. Okay, fine. Either way, it's huge. <laughs> it's huge. It really isn't that big of a step to get into the lifestyle. It, it is just actually a step. Yeah, it's taking the first step because yes. that's what most people do is they think I've got to leap across this huge chasm. And that's what the head is doing. It's saying, oh my God, this is huge. And really and truly, when you get into your heart, it's about finding about who you are as a couple. You have these experiences that will teach you about yourself. You're learning about yourself. You're learning who you are. You're learning who you are as a couple. And every experience will teach you something. And each step is the only way you can get the next level of learning. Because you will learn what you like and what you don't like and what you sort of like and what you'll tweak to like better the next time or you what you'll never it. repeat. And you can't figure <laughs> it out before you actually take the steps. Yeah. Realizing that everybody's doing the same thing, trying to figure it out. And the ones that you run into that you really love are great. And the ones that you don't have so much fun with, those are great too, because those are teaching you more about yourself. At the end of the day, you'll learn about who you are and it becomes more and more fun. Yeah. And just like that movie, we love to quote an animated movie. Mm -hmm. what, which, which one is it? Which one are you Keep thinking moving of? forward. <laughs> oh, the Robinsons. Yes, the Robinsons. So if you get a chance to watch that, they have portions of it that is celebrating the failures. It's like, Yay, you, you failed. failed. Yay, woo. Because that's the whole point of it is that when you fail, if you want to call it a failure, then you get to see, oh, okay, that's what not to do. That's what I'm not going to repeat. That's what I'm not going to do again. And it gives you the option to take the next step. And so the movie's pretty cool that way. And their motto is keep, keep moving, moving forward. forward. I'm Tori. And I'm Soul. You can find our podcast at TorridSouls.com or wherever you listen. Connect with us on all the social media sites as well. We're Torrid Souls. We're always Torrid, Torrid Souls. Souls. Torrid Souls. <laughs> everywhere we go. So that's T-O-R-R-I-D-S-O-U-L-S. The last one, and this one kind of fits in the middle of I wouldn't recommend you don't, don't recommend you do. Although I think probably would recommend this isn't the best way to find your very first play experience is a big event like Naughty New Orleans. Won't you talk a little bit about that and why? When you go to Naughty in New Orleans, it has gotten to be big enough where there are about 3,000 people that are registered to be there. And by the way, we obviously love Naughty New Orleans. We do. We do. We're already booked. 3,000 people. That's 1,500 couples. That's a lot of people. Now, that sounds that's, great, right? In theory, it is great. But that's intimidating. We know how intimidating it is. And we went the first time with a much smaller crowd. And Yeah, it was about half that for our very first night in New Orleans, which was still a huge amount of, a lot of people. And and we've met some really hot couples uh, that were at their very first naughty. And they looked like they were having a really good time. And they were having a good time. And they were hot. They did were, I, did yeah. I mention they were hot? <laughs> 
but they just were not making the connections. Um, and that surprised us, right? Yeah. I'm not sure that they they quite knew how to make the connections. They were hot enough. They probably could have picked just about anybody. And, I mean, they could have connected with a ton of people. But they were overwhelmed. And I, again, for Bogey and Bacall and other couples that have made the decision you're going to get into this, I'm not saying don't go. I'm just, we're talking about what do we think is the best place to make your first lifestyle connection with another couple. There are certainly a ton of people. So you got a lot of people to choose from. I think though, one of the differences, let's say the difference between a naughty New Orleans and a club in both cases, you've got a number of people. It's not just one other couple or two other couples, right? Yep. There's a ton of people, but a club's a lot more laid back, right? I mean, a club's kind of like just going to a bar with a lot of fun people. It is. Except you can be a lot more upfront in this bar and say, hey, do you want to go upstairs and have sex? Which uh, usually doesn't work really well in a vanilla bar. because it, It's not like it doesn't happen. It's not like that. <laughs> that's true. But, but that's what everybody's there for. There's no... Uh, but you don't it, have to wonder. But at Naughty... It is nonstop crowds. It is nonstop parties. It it is again. It's all fun. I mean, I, I think it's kind of hard at not in New Orleans in these clubs and these parties to just see a couple and just have a laid back, get to know you discussion. Don't you? Well, if you're at the parties, you can't hear anything. <laughs> That's right. It's a week of of just nonstop in-your-face parties and crowds and drinking and sex and more crowds. More drinking and more sex. And that can make it hard to meet and talk with a couple and make a connection, especially if you're brand new to all this. We've talked not just with people who it was their first naughty in New Orleans. We've talked with some very experienced couples late in the week who've been to naughty a few times. And we've been surprised when they say, yeah, we haven't played with anybody else all week. It can just be really challenging due to how nonstop over the top everything is. Even for people who are experienced lifestyle people. I mean, don't get us wrong. You can have a great time at Naughty. We went a few weeks after our first play with another couple at a club and we were intimidated the first couple of days, but we put ourselves out there and made a connection. But I think there's a couple of points on that, right? Yeah. First of all, we had we had been in a lifestyle situation at the club a few mo- a few weeks earlier. Yeah. So it wasn't a completely new situation for us. And we did get to play with another couple. We had played with another couple. Yes. So we knew outside of that huge overwhelming thing that if we do find a couple to play with, we are comfortable doing that. And we weren't trying to figure that out the same time we're trying to figure out this huge crowd. I think a third point we talked about uh, going to a, a resort like Desire or a cruise with a group of people. And I hadn't really thought about this, but 
we signed up for our first Naughty in New Orleans with John and Allie Swinger Cast Group. And kind of like we talked about with the resorts, with a group, we spent a couple of months getting to know a lot of people that they set up a forum on their Swinger Cast site. And we talked about everything from what to expect to what to wear to costume ideas. Yeah, we, we really got to know each other again, like we talked about with the group stuff for a resort. So that, And then I think uh, the first day we got there, John and Allie had a, a meet and greet at, was it Hard Rock or something? I think so. On the corner there across from the hotel? Yeah. So we had chatted with a bunch of people. We met a bunch of people before the thing really cranked up. We ended up playing with two of the couples that we met that first at that meet and greet. Yeah. So I think one of the reasons we were able to connect with a couple was we had a a group that we'd already met and a lot of the work was already done. It, it was a lot easier than if we'd just gone without knowing anybody first. Again, Naughty is great. We want you to go to Naughty. We want to meet you at Naughty. It's just prob- we might even want to play with you. We might even want to play with you. No, <clears throat> no commitments. No commitments, right? <laughs> but we just think it is probably not the best place for your very first place to go to have your very first lifestyle play experience. So you want to summarize this? Start with a trip to a resort like Desire or Swinger Cruise with a group you can get to know a lot of people before you can go. That is our number one suggestion if you can swing it. Get that. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't do that, our recommendation is find a good club. Keyword again, being a good club. And find a theme night that looks fun. Dress up for the theme. And don't let the theme throw you. Yeah, don't, don't take it too serious. Don't take it too seriously. Don't just kind of follow in the theme, but don't worry. You're not, it's not a costume contest. We got caught up in that too. We recommend that you don't try to start with a house party. And we think that starting with a couple you meet online can be really hit or miss. It can put you in an awkward situation when you're brand so new. Santa, take the night off. Oh, luck for Christmas is here. Hey guys, this is C&D, Swinging Down Under, coming at you live on location. From our toast. From our toast? Hey, it's the breakfast table, man. Yeah, well, I'm in our toast at the breakfast table. You know what they say, every journey has a destination. What? Yeah. Uh, so before we get into a little bit of... Every journey has a beginning. <laughs> no, destination. No? Mm. Fuck that up. Well, hey, guess what? Guess what, Tangos? Uh, we're flying by the seat of our pants, uh, so we're not going to do this in eleven or twelve takes like you crazy fuckers did on the Average Swingers podcast. Uh, we're just going to we're just going to fly by the seat of our pants and get this shit done. Yep. All right. Uh, so this is uh, swinging down under for speed pieces of advice for taking the leap into the lifestyle. We're going to rattle shit off the top of our head. It may or may not work. Uh, enjoy that. Never listen to Aussies. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my first piece of advice: never have too many condoms. Uh, lube, bring fucking lube to every occasion and condoms, even if you don't think you need them bring them. Yeah, that's right. take them take, put them in your hat, put them in your purse, put them in your shoes socks, yeah. just take them If you're at a naked event 
shit gets a little bit more interesting. Put them in your purse. You know yeah. what I mean. Uh, Prison wallet. Prison wallet. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, update your update your swinging dating site every six months. Yes. Uh, don't send cock shots. Or do if people ask you to. Yeah, if you're asked. Yeah, but don't just random send a cock shot. Or don't send a pussy shot either. I get. Uh, yeah, like I get them. Don't do that. Well, you can send them to me. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I see how it works there. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? Uh, ooh, consider practicing yoga. That's actually not a piece of advice. That's just something that I was thinking about doing. Every time I see a really flexible girl that we fuck, I kind of get a little bit jelly. Oh, well, consider doing yoga, maybe. How about just get more flexible? Get more flexible. No, that was a piece of advice for you rather than... For <laughs> okay. What about you? Any more? Um, yeah. Uh, your shit. Mmm. How much shit? Well, not your what actual shit, shit cuz your shit really shouldn't be hairy if it if it is you probably need to go see a doctor. But where? Where are you shaving? And how much? What's happening? Oh, actually, forget the shave your shit stuff for the boys. Wash behind your balls. Oh. Do gnomes live back there or something? What's oh, going on? I start to think so for some people. <laughs> Wash behind your balls. Uh yeah, shave your shit so, you know, whatever you're comfortable with. But uh, it, it doesn't have to be all. That's not what I'm saying. I should say groomy shit. Groomy shit. Groomy oh, shit. on grooming, if you're going to go get a spray tan, make sure you do it at least 24 hours before the session because what happens is when you're having sex and you got a spray tan, sometimes you sweat and you get a little bit of that like spray tanny smell on. Don't do that. Yeah, it's a bad smell. Yeah. You smell like chemical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you don't feel nice in your body, do something about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, take vitamins. What? Well, okay. Swing flu, swing a flu is a real is a real yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take yeah. vitamins, try not, no, try, not, try not to pass diseases. Mm-hmm. When, and by diseases, I mean like the cold and flu. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. He says, "Sit here, sitting here, sniffling, brushing his nose." <laughs> yes, I, I, I mean the only other thing is just be good to other people and have fun and have fun. It's a journey. Yep. Try it's not spo- to, supposed to be uh, fun. Don't take yourself cells too seriously. Yep. When you fuck it up. That's okay. Don't, don't, be, don't, don't be assholes. Don't crucify yourself or your partner about it when you fuck up. And finally, podcast plug. Listen to all the good podcasts. Yeah, which is uh, not Swinging Down Under. Don't listen to Swinging Down Under. Those guys are cunts. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Have fun, guys. Thanks for letting us be part of your podcast. We've seriously brought the level down. Between us and Average Swingers, you'll no longer have any listeners. Cheers. Pour yourself some nice mold wine. Kick off your boots. Forget your trouble. Because Jay let the batteries die. I, I let them die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's your fault. It's my fault. Mm-hmm. You play with the microphone more than I do. We, we are average swingers. I'm Angie. I'm Jay. Did it backwards again. How do you... You don't we start off... Angie and Jay were average swingers. Of the average swingers. You listen to our shit. You should you, know you this. You are correct. <laughs> You usually start off, but you're not saying your name, so you well, got. Well, usually right, start we off. start off with this is an explicit podcast. You must be 18 years or older to listen. But, I'm Angie, but this is the Tango's podcast. It's uh, not explicit. She doesn't like to cuss except for fuckity fuck fuck. Oh, the I don't know the last the last podcast I listened to, there was a lot of cussing. That's why I was giggling. And then Mr. Tango said hard swap, which made me laugh out loud and correct him. Knowing I thought nobody was hearing me, and then apparently... I'm still getting you, over Mrs. You, Tango cussing like a sailor. She did. You haven't dirty listened to Dirty mouth it? sailor. I probably have. I just, oh. 
any rate, we're supposed yeah. to, we're a minute in and we're supposed to be talking about <clears throat> what we wish we would have known when we started swinging. And we wish we would have known that we didn't have to agree on everything. Right. It's okay to disagree. Yeah. It's okay to talk about your disagreements. It's okay for one person to not like something and another person to like something. It's, it is okay. Yeah. Like, for instance, uh, I am fine with exhibitionism. Angie is not. Right. And, and uh, at the beginning, we thought, you know, you needed to be able to talk and agree on everything. And if you didn't, then something was wrong. And, yeah. and that's not true. You just, you don't have to agree on everything. You what you got to do compromise. is it, yeah, agree compromise. to compromise. What, yeah, as long as you're both happy, you know, then it's fine. You don't, and you don't, don't make the same sacrifices. Not every, not one person is always, not one person gets their quote unquote, gets their way all the time. Yeah. Like when we say, um, <clears throat> this is a steakhouse. Yeah. Women are the steaks. That's why everybody's here. Men are the taters. Mm-hmm. We don't mean that the women get everything they want all the time. Exactly. What we mean is they're the ones that most people come for. Right. That doesn't mean that the uh, the men is not important. So. And that they, they don't get to get the, I want to do this one time or another. Yeah. So and if, um, compromises, it, this is the reason we didn't think of it. In the beginning, I think, is because it should be there anyways as a couple, whether you're in the lifestyle or not. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't really think about it too much, but if, the if further person... we get, yeah, the further we get in the lifestyle, we're, we're figuring out more and more that it's sometimes it's a three way connection, and that's because one person doesn't agree, and that's okay. Yeah. So it's uh, just as long as you guys can uh, agree on a. Uh, resolution what 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 you want to do that it doesn't matter if you both really want the exact same thing or not it's, and don't you know. and and i mean i know not every one person gets their way all the time but don't keep score to the point where it becomes an issue don't ever keep score no yeah. if, i mean i mean like if uh if if you've given into something so often and the one time you want to do something don't use the previous as yeah, that's that's As just a don't way ever to argue about it. That's already done. But on the on the flip side, that person that doesn't want to do it, who does normally get what they want all the time, should consider what has happened previously. Not that it should be brought up in an argument, in an argument form, if that makes sense. Yeah, and um, since it was the tangos, we've uh, run over a minute because you know that's what we should do. Well, this is our second take. Should we they've, they've, screw uh, it up and get a couple more takes in like they sent us? Yes, take three. Oh. Angie. Jay. No, I'm not. Oh, take four. Oh. Oh, Dave. Wait, what? Take Squirrel. seven. Take 38 and a half. <laughs> Nine and three quarters. Um, oh. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Life Bye. is short. Party naked. So, Bogey and Bacall, we hope this helps you. We hope that you'll... Let us know how your first go-round went. We hope that you'll come join us at some point at Naughty in New Orleans. Anyone else that this might have helped, let's hear from you too. Once again, a, a huge thanks to the other podcasters who, again, this is a really busy time of the year, and we want to thank all these other podcasters who took the time to record and send us their clips. These people are all great resources that we highly recommend. Some of them have blogs in addition to their podcasts. And uh, We Got a Thing actually has created training courses 
um, you just have to go to their their uh, website to to find information on how to access those. You can email us at tango at tourmortatango.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic and any other suggestions that you might have. Join us on Twitter, like we talked about, at tourmortatango with the number two. And you can connect with the accounts of us. And through us, you can also connect with the accounts of all the podcasters that you heard tonight. And with that, our best wishes uh, for all of you at this time of the year. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, Happy Festivus for the rest of us. Or whatever holiday you may choose to celebrate. And, and we do hope that you all have a great 2019. And we want to thank all of you who've listened to us in the past year and years before that. And you're, keep coming back. And somehow keep coming back. You're, the fact that you're listening to us and the feedback that you give us is what keeps us going. So, yep, you're the ones to blame. So, for now. <laughs> I'm Mrs. Tango. Um, Mr. Tango, good night. Bye. Through the strappy sandals, I think this is something I should handle. So Santa, take the night off. Like for Christmas is here You deserve the night off And all I'd like for Christmas is here And with that, it comes to the end of our time together for this Nah, go back, I'm so glad we had this time (laughs) together Just to have a laugh or sing <laughs> Baby, it's cold outside. Oh, this is why we use recorded music. <laughs>